Welcome to the Feel Strong Fitness Podcast. Feel Strong creates one-on-one custom fitness solutions to achieve your goals without wasting time or compromise. We build and rebuild committed people so you can get out of pain, get strong, and get back to living the life you want to. We don't waste time. So let's get on with the show. Hey, hello and welcome to the Feel Strong Fitness Podcast. My name is Justin McClintock. And today, I thought we would talk about four big goals, four sort of goal categories that we often hear from people and understanding why they're different, understanding that they're different, understanding maybe why people choose to focus on them and why the progress and path towards each of them is typically very, very different. So I was thinking about different goals and sort of categories. I'm recording this just before the new year. And those four goal categories are performance, aesthetics, function, and longevity. Performance, aesthetics, function, longevity. So first, let's sort of briefly define what we're talking about. Performance is your score. It is. It may be getting stronger. It may be getting faster. It may be winning workouts. It may be sport-specific. If you're training to become better at your sport, whether or not you're a professional or aspiring professional competitor, if it is your hobby, the thing you like to do, if you're training to be a faster runner, if you're training to be an Olympic weightlifter, if you're training to compete in the sport of CrossFit, whatever it is, training for performance. And that's very specific. Aesthetics, how you look. And people have very different goals here, just like very different performance goals, right? Uh, Someone who is training to be very fast at a marathon is going to be very different than someone who is training to win a powerlifting meet. Fair. Same thing with aesthetics. So don't fall into the trap of assuming that aesthetics means everyone wants to lose weight or everyone wants to put on a ton of muscle or everyone wants a six-pack. That is not necessarily true when we're talking about aesthetics, but it is body composition-based. The goals are specifically around the way a person looks and appears and their overall body composition. The third goal category is function. Think of this as being good at life. And there's been a lot of sort of confusion or maybe murkiness and muddiness around function and functional fitness because a fair amount of functional fitness, especially in the past 10 years, has really been more about performance and less about function. But for function, I would say being able to be very good at life And this could be something as simple as being able to get on and off the toilet by yourself, get out of bed, walk around the house, to be better at work, especially if your work requires a significant amount of labor, you know, being able to handle those loads and move in awkward ways, travel through the world, do the things you want to do well, not necessarily faster or better or stronger than anyone else, but really, uh, this is definitely getting into sort of GPP, general physical performance programming, being good at life. When people are training for function, you'll see a lot of unilateral work, a lot of twisting and rotation, lots of stuff outside of the straight ahead sagittal plane, picking a barbell up. There often won't be a barbell involved that often in real functional training. And the fourth goal category is longevity. Live long, and I would say live long, be healthy. So overall wellness, feel good. They don't have specific performance, aesthetic, or function goals other than feeling good, being able to live their life, not having to go through many surgeries, not having significant medical complaints, things like that. 
These four categories are very different goals. And it's worth pointing out that focusing on any one of them by necessity means that you are putting the other three in the back seat. You may get pieces of it, but it will not be the thing you are best at. If you focus on performance, whatever your sport is, you are giving up something in terms of longevity and wellness. You just are. In most cases, you're giving up something in terms of aesthetics. You're giving up something in terms of function. And this works for all four of them. If you are training with a primary focus on function, by definition, your focus won't be on performance as much. It won't be on aesthetics as much. So there's no reason to think that you will see those kind of specific gains and you likely won't. These are important choices. None of these goals is better than any of the other goals. Really important, and especially for coaches out there. There's a problem with coaches in general that when people walk into the gym, when they see someone for the first time, they assume that they know what their goal is. They often put their own goals on someone else. They assume that a guy wants bigger arms, or they assume that a woman wants to lose weight, or they assume that an old person is in pain and just wants to be able to move through the world and avoid surgery and avoid going to the doctor as much. That may or may not be true. So don't put your goals on someone else. With these four, how do you measure progress on these goals? Very differently, right? Performance is maybe the most straightforward one. Are you getting stronger? Are you getting faster? Are you winning your competitions? Is your score going up? If not, why? Attack those weaknesses, retest and check it out. Performance is fairly straightforward. Aesthetics can be a little trickier. Now, certainly there are bodybuilding competitions and aesthetic competitions out there, and there are judges who do this kind of thing, but even those are you know, relatively subjective. You know, I don't know how much the individual person cares about their lat symmetry. They might, and that's fine. They might not. They might not know what you're talking about if you talk about those things. So aesthetics is definitely subjective and certainly in the eye of the beholder. So if you are someone with aesthetic goals, I think it's really useful to define those as clearly as possible because then you'll be able to get somewhere. Well, I just want to be in shape and look great. That doesn't mean anything. What does looking great mean to you? And be specific if it's important to you. I want to see striations in my shoulder. That's a very specific goal. I want an ab crack. These are all things people have said to me. Great. That's a very specific goal. I wish my legs looked stronger. Great. That's a very specific goal. I want to grow my booty. Whatever it is, totally fine. Function. Function is sometimes relatively easy to work with as long as we get specific about it right? You need to track these things. Sometimes we base it on effort. Sometimes we base it on exertion. Sometimes we base it on pain or the absence thereof, the absence of pain and discomfort. But what are we trying to do? Oh, I want to, you know, I work a job that involves a lot of heavy labor. My shoulders keep getting hurt. I want to be able to work well, show up and not get hurt. Totally reasonable goal. We can track that. Fairly easy to track it. And longevity this can get a little murky and muddy, so we need to get really specific specific about what we mean. But with longevity, maybe the goal is to improve blood markers. Maybe your goal is to improve predicted health outcomes based on data that your doctor collects, whatever that is. Maybe your goal is just to feel really good, to wake up with more energy, to feel like you have the energy to move through the world and do all the things you want to do that way. That is where you know we're getting function, longevity, kind of bumping into each other, but I would definitely put that in longevity wellness. 
So figure out how you're going to measure progress with these goals is really important. I also think it's important to dig into the why. Why are these goals important to you? And where did these values come from? This especially comes up in performance and aesthetics. If I run into someone and they want specific coaching and they're after a program, we say, okay, what do you want? Like, oh man, I just want to snatch 225. Okay, that's incredibly specific. It's a very specific number on a very niche lift. Why is that important to you? And typically with someone like that, it's because they've been in the quote-unquote functional fitness world for a while, and the snatch is just something that eludes them, and maybe they aren't sure why, maybe they have some insight into it, but they've set that as a goal that if I can do this, that will mean I'm really strong and in shape. Also something you can unpack. Because if that's true, then we can start building out other markers. Okay, so your goal is to be really strong and in shape. If you, and you can turn this around. All right, if you were able to snatch 225, but you didn't feel strong and you didn't feel in shape, would that be considered success for you? And it's a real question. The answer might be yes. The answer might be yes. I want to snatch 225. I am performance. I am competition. I don't care how I feel. I don't care what the perception is, that is the number that's important to me. Great, I'm into it, we know how to do that, let's get to work. If the answer is no, if the answer is, well, no, if I snatch 225, then you know I'm gonna be strong and I'm gonna be in shape and I'm gonna feel like this and these are all of the other things that that will allow me to do, which may or may not be true, but it's really worth unpacking that stuff and digging into if it's true and if we could do the other things. By which I mean, if someone says, well, if I could snatch 225, then, you know, my clean and jerk would at least be this, my squat would be this, and my time on this workout would be X, Y, and Z, and this is how I would feel, and this is how I would be moving, and these are the kind of scores I would be getting, then you can turn it around again, right? Oh, well, if we could do those things, if you were faster, stronger, if you were getting these scores, if this was your clean, if this was your squat, if we accomplished all of those, but you couldn't snatch 225, would that be considered as a success? And I think you can see, you can really dig down into the why behind these things. And it's really important. No one goal is better than any other goal, but it's really useful to make sure you understand the why behind it and where those values came from to make sure you're actually pursuing the thing that you want, right? It is a real bummer to set a goal, work incredibly hard, get there, and realize it's not what you thought it would be. Realize that you actually thought all of this other stuff was going to come along with this goal, and it's not true. Aesthetics, very similar, right? Body composition is complicated and multi-layered, and there's a lot that goes into it. Make sure you're really, really clear about what you mean by these aesthetic goals, right? Being in shape isn't enough. Being skinny, being jacked, being shredded, being none of those things really mean anything. Get clear about what you mean. And then talk to a professional who understands these things and makes you understand the kind of work it's going to take to get there. And depending on what your goals are, the likelihood of you being able to maintain it at all. This is something people often don't like to talk about with aesthetic goals, especially more extreme aesthetic goals, is that getting there is very, very hard. Maintaining it may well be impossible. There are people who can. There are people with a, a mixture of genetic gifts and 
specific metabolisms and things like this who can maintain a pretty remarkable physique. They are unusual for a reason. Most of the people that you think of, who, when you think of someone being incredibly in shape or having great aesthetics, whatever those aesthetics mean to you, cannot maintain those aesthetics for particularly long. They're typically training for a day or a show or a photo shoot or things like that. And they have to back off, put some weight on, uh, you know, take their foot off the gas with these aesthetic goals and rebuild. And there's a cycle to it and a very reasonable cycle and one that can be done, you know, with an eye on health and wellness as well. But making sure you understand the sacrifice and the compromise, especially around aesthetic goals, the way that they will affect anything else. People with as amazing aesthetics often have, not always, but often have significantly reduced performance, significantly reduced function, significantly reduced longevity. And this is true for all four of these, but especially performance aesthetics. I think it's really important to understand the why behind these goals and where the values came from. Do these measurements actually align with your goals? If your waist is this size, is that going to be a success? If your squat is this number and nothing else changes, is that going to be a success? If you can go to work and you feel great and your shoulders don't hurt anymore, is that going to be considered a success or do you need something else? Do you need something more? If your health markers go up on your blood work, is that going to be considered a success? Will that be a super hooray? We did it. Understanding the thing or things that will let that be true, what will what would have to be true for this to be a success, will make everything else much clearer. Maybe another thing to tack on to this is making sure you understand what the various metrics behind your goals mean and what they don't show. And we've covered this a little bit already, but to be clear about it, you know, being really strong, a performance metric doesn't necessarily mean that you have big, strong muscles or that you look particularly stronger. I know some very strong people who you wouldn't look twice at on the street massively strong human beings who don't appear to be, you know, hulking slabs of muscle or incredibly cut or things like that. Ditto aesthetics. People who look incredible may well be weak, may well be slow, may well be frail, may well not be feeling very good. People with amazing function may not actually have particularly great performance or particularly remarkable aesthetics. And people who are focusing on longevity are likely not going to be super, you know, at the top of their class with performance aesthetics or function. So understanding what the metrics do show and understanding what they don't show. I think that's really important. And you can do that for all four of these, but understanding what would have to be true for this to be considered a success. And you may be drawing from multiple buckets here. I should have said this earlier, but it's very common for people to, well, I want to be stronger but I also want to lose some weight. And by lose some weight, I mean, I wish I could see the muscles on my stomach a little bit more. And my doctor told me I should maybe lose a little bit of weight because they're worried about my cholesterol or my blood pressure. And that's going to help with that. So with that, we have at least three out of four. And we need to pick the thing that will be a success, right? Okay, we need to lose some weight. We need to get stronger. Which one of these is the most important to you? The other ones may well come along, but the more specific you can get, the better you will be able to define your goal. The better we can define your goal, the more specific we can make your program. The more specific we can make your program, the more likely it's going to be a tremendous success. Performance, aesthetics, function, longevity. You don't have to pick one, but understand that 
Each of these things mean very different things. They are separate goals. And the more you pursue one, the more you are leaving the other three behind. It doesn't mean you don't care about them. It doesn't mean it's not even potentially an emotional decision, but that is the reality, especially at higher levels of success. I think that's what we have to say about performance, aesthetics, function, longevity. I am fascinated to see the questions and comments that come in about this one, and I look forward to it. I'm Justin McClintock. Feel strong. Thank you so much for listening to the Feel Strong Fitness Podcast. Please subscribe, leave a five-star rating if you have time. We really appreciate it. That makes a really big difference. Want to get in touch? DM us on Instagram at feelstrongfit. There's more information on the website, feelstrong.me. We value effectiveness, individualization, and empathy. See what it's like to have an expert in the field, really listen, hear what you need, and build you the perfect program to get you where you want to go. Today is the perfect time to get started. Get in touch.